here. Well, hello, hello, hello out there in good old Facebook land. I hope you all are ready for tonight. I am super, super excited to have my phenomenal guest with me on tonight. And I hope you are too. You know, I bring y'all the best. I bring y'all the best on any given uncensored Sunday night. And I hope, and tonight is no different. We have this amazing young lady. And just to talk to her before the show got started was absolutely amazing. So if you haven't um, already got your pen and paper out, I need you to go ahead and get that. And I also need you to go ahead. And you know what I always tell you, and doc, I gotta tell you, I meant to have your book up here so people can see your books because I have, I have a rule. If there's anybody that's on my show that has a book, a product, especially books though, if you have a book, then they need to go out there and purchase three of them. Uh-oh. <laughs> three. I mean, that's easy. That's easy peasy. So y'all gotta y'all gotta get out here like me and you gotta get the doc's book because this young lady, I am so excited to have with me on tonight. I need y'all to come on in. Y'all slow poking around. I know some of y'all out there are watching all this other stuff. You're eating Easter candy. You're eating all the jelly beans. Ah, that's not what this day's about, but that's what they right. do. Guys. That's what they do. They eat the jelly beans and all that good stuff. But I need you to come on in. We're going to have a good old conversation tonight. And I want you to be able to ask the questions that you need to ask. Doc, I'm going to do some uh, housekeeping real quick. Uh, first of all, some of you will uh, always send me a message and doc, they want to know what your prices are. Nope, we don't do prices on, we don't do price quotes on the show. If you want to get in touch with Dr. Smirian, you can do that and she will set up a consultation with you for you to sit down and have a good conversation with her, but she will not discuss her prices. Doc, you ain't going to do that tonight. I'm just, I'm taking it, I'm taking the heat off you. I'm taking the heat off. <laughs> if you want to know anything about her pricing, which she takes and all that kind of stuff, you got to contact her, do a consultation. If she has a consultation fee, you got to pay the consultation fee. Because guess what? She don't work for free. As pretty as she is, she don't work for free. The other thing I always get questions about Doc is, is she single? Is she married? Okay, second question. I'm not going to, we're not going to answer that either. If you want to know private stuff, you might not ask her and she might not tell you. Okay, right. I don't know. But we're not going that way. Right. Because we're going to have a good old-fashioned conversation about some things that they're touching in not only the Christian community, but in the world at large. I do want to tell you guys that if you have not signed up for the Positive Self-Building class, we are going to be on there too, on tomorrow night. We're finishing up Self-Respect. Doc, I got to bring you in and let you talk to some of them people in my classroom. Hey. They need you. We need you. <laughs> well, so thank I'll you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be a great idea. Get, it'll give me a break too. And they won't think I'm as as I usually am. So that'd be great <laughs> to have you come in and give us some heads up. So y'all come on in. Hey, Jason. Hey, Vanessa. Thanks y'all for so much for joining us. So my guest tonight is this beautiful young lady and she is just amazing. I have listened to, I have watched you on your lives I've watched I just I had just been watching you from a distance and I am I so admire young and I'm going and I'm not racist y'all y'all know I'm not but young black women that are not only entrepreneurs but are also pushing forward in their own businesses and they're doing what they really truly want to do but a godly woman mm -hmm. that on top of all of that 
And here we have you sitting in the house on today. Dr. Samaria Corbett is with us tonight, y'all. Y'all better say, give it up for the doc. Give it up for the doc. Oh, I'm thank excited. you. <laughs> doc, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having you, me. Girl, I've been trying to get you for, for Elma Nakunze. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but we keep missing places, but I'm right. glad that you could be with us tonight. I know you yeah. did show your, your own lap earlier tonight. I missed part of it. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I got to go back and look at the replay. But right. you know, but it's so good to have you with us tonight. And I'm and, and I'm telling you, people will start tuning in and, you know, after they finish eating and all that time. We don't right. care. Because it's, it's a conversation. Absolutely. A conversation, uncensored conversation with Elevated Not Tolerated is just that. We just right. want to sit back and talk, um, similar to what we were doing before we started mm-hmm. the show. Um, but right. would you please introduce yourself to all these people who, who might not know you, which I don't know why that would be. <laughs> please introduce yourself to these folks. Oh, yeah. Well, I am Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I um I give my little spiel I put on my live. I'm, I'm Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I'm the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling. We're located in downtown Greensboro. I'm also a licensed um, published author, and I help people to get free, uh, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally free through Jesus Christ. So that means I integrate faith principles into mental health counseling to give you a level of wholeness um, through Jesus Christ. So thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I think that in itself is unique. Mm. You know, uh, and you know, the, I first met you, we were all at this... Um, event and we were all learning how to use I think it was I don't know Instagram or whatever and right. you were sitting there and I noticed you were just taking all these notes I'm like who is that chick she is just writing so <laughs> down. and right. then you know I, then you, I think closer to the end we got to introduce ourselves I believe it's what it was and you introduced yourself and I'm like well man Jesus this girl mm-hmm. is on the mold and then um, I just started listening I started I think I first started following you on, on, on Instagram I believe it was right. but I started listening to you and your principles and how you talk and how you connect the dots. Like you said, you use practical thinking and of course your education and, but you bring in that piece that most people will miss, which is Christianity and, and, right. the, and our one-on relationship with God. Right. And I think for me, that was unique to see you as a young woman, first of all, doing that. But to be able to connect the dots for the people, for the public. So what's that like in your field, uh, bringing in those two components together? Is that something which you would say was hard for you? Or is that something that you you would say is pretty easy, connecting? Um, it wasn't hard, actually. Um, you know, for me, like, it was, well, it, it was a twofold journey. It was my own healing process. You know, I know it was the blood that saved me. Right. When I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. And oh, I know it was the blood that saved me. Uh, and I have had gone through my own healing journey uh, of recovery from different emotional and mental health wounds. And so even though for me, like I've had a counselor myself, like I, I know that Christ makes the difference. And what happened was I, when I first started um, just counseling in general, I didn't have my own private practice. When I had clients that were coming to my office and they had more like a faith orientation, even, even if they weren't necessarily like really strong in their faith, if they just had a sense of, of God, they would get better a lot quicker. They would um, recover a lot quicker and they would almost bounce back. So right. let's say I will see a, a client, like traditionally, I will see maybe a client for years over the same thing, still have the same issue. 
But if someone had a faith orientation, it was like a couple months and then they'll be okay. And I was like, this is different. Wait a minute. You know, I just find it very hard when I'm dealing with someone who has emotional wounds to separate their spiritual life from their emotional, mental, and even their psychological life. It just, they, they all work together. You know, if your spiritual life is off, then a lot of times you may experience some type of emotional wound, such as depression or anxiety. But if your spiritual life is in tune with the Holy Spirit, then you may not, doesn't mean you don't experience it, but you have a hope. You're not sitting there and staying stuck in that place for a long time because you know, at the end of the day, there is a, a greater uh, force, which we know is Jesus Christ, who is enabling us to get free and to heal. And so um, it was only a no-brainer why I wanted to start my own private practice. Not that I couldn't do it in the, in the, in a secular sense, but in my own private practice, I had a lot more freedom right. to do uh, what the Lord had had uh, instructed me. That I still are in line with what we call the, the American Psychological Associations, like how we have to deliver counseling. Um, but it incorporates like coping mechanisms and what does the Lord have to say and like Christian cognitive behavioral therapy versus cognitive behavioral therapy and all these things that are really important to the people that I serve. And, um, and so I don't know if I answered your question or not, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I kind of went off on a tangent, no, but I, you, you asked me a question I'm really passionate about. I, I go on, you gotta bring me back. <laughs> no, girl, you're fine. <laughs> you're right there. Yeah. But I, but I, but I love what I do. And, um, and I, you know, I just truly believe me, even when you start a business, whatever kind of business it is, there are people that God has assigned to you. And, and, um, and I believe that in my private practice, there are people that God has assigned, I have, am assigned to, and even though it's most of the time temporary that I am assigned to. And I think, um, I thank God that God allows me and these people are giving me access to their pain to help them do it. And that's what I really take great, um, honor and in, in, in humility and as well exactly girl you was yeah. on it out look i'm sitting here going whoa you bad. <laughs> i can't mess with her y'all y'all better know that hey priscilla thanks for coming on in girl we'll see you in a couple of weeks hey ej's out there nice to have you guys thanks for being with us on tonight girl mm-hmm. so you said so many different things and key mm-hmm. points when you were talking just now so and I know I'm going to get this question, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. And I believe the answer is no. So do a lot of people come to you and say, hey, I'm not a Christian, but can you help me? Do you get that? Uh, no, honestly. Um, so people come in that are not a Christian, but they don't necessarily say I'm not a Christian. But anybody right. can come through the door. Like I, I've never turned anyone away. I can see anyone and anyone for any walks of life, you name it, I've done it. Uh, as far as like my counselor, I started inpatient. I started, I've been in the field about 15 years now. So people don't necessarily say, Hey, I'm not a Christian, but I would like to see you. You know what I mean? They just, they may not necessarily be a Christian. Then I just accept their insurance. That's okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they don't, for different reasons. Sometimes they just really like you. Sometimes they look at your area of expertise. Some people are spiritual, you know, spiritual and, um, but they don't necessarily say I am not a Christian, but I don't necessarily, if someone says I'm not a Christian, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, why are you here? Like, I'm not going to (laughs) turn some out the door because you're not a Christian. I see people from all walks of life, any religion, anything, you know, it's just that, that extra component of people who understand like what your faith is, it helps significantly because it really truly defines our outcome and our life. That's right. Well, see, and that's the thing, you know, because like you said, people are not going to walk up to you and say, hey, I'm safe. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I'm girl. 
Right. <laughs> you know, they're not going to do that. And then right. and on the other flip-flop side, they're not going to say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm out here. And I'm, you know, they're not going to do that either. Right. If they're coming to us, and like you said, there are people out there that God has assigned for us anyway. Mm-hmm. So if they're coming to us for whatever the reason is, that's just, that's that, that's just not a part of the questionnaire. You know, it's not right. something to push out there and ask mm-hmm. because if they're truly assigned to us, it's going to come out in the conversation what they right. need spiritually. Right. I mean, that's what I feel like, you right. know. Absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me, because sometimes I've talked to people and, you know, they start talking about their Christian walk and, you know, and, you know, their backgrounds, if you will. And so you kind of start feeling, filling them out of what they're looking for. And like you said, because of the anointing, God will direct us. He will give us discernment and how to talk to those uh, those other right, people, absolutely. if you will. But in the same token, we are here to be able to be a light unto all people. Absolutely. So if this is the place that He's given us an opportunity to do it in, so right. what? Absolutely. You know? absolutely. I think I think we people have uh, put where some people have put us in a box that Christians are supposed to look like this. And, right. and, and we're supposed to see Christians. No, we're supposed <laughs> to go out in the world, you know? Exactly. And, and, the, and Jesus ate among sinners, you know what I mean? Now, if I had people a little bit nervous, they're like, well, what can I say? You know, I'm like, listen, it's cool. Like, don't like, you know what I'm saying? They, Cause they're like, ooh, when they make curse, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, listen, like, calm down, it's 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 fine. Like, <laughs> I'm not offended by that. You know what really? I mean? Because I just, I just see people as people and all of us are hurting, you know? I mean, not yeah. all of us are hurting, excuse me, but um, people are hurting and we all have to add some area of brokenness and we all have experienced hurt or pains or, and um, and I think that our love for Christ is displayed in our behavior and how we respond to people. People know you generally care about them. Like I generally care about you and I really don't care what your faith is. Like, you know what I mean? Like that does not yeah. bother me. If you said, well, I'm struggling. I'm agnostic or I don't know if I believe in God that does not offend me at all like you know what I mean I thank you that you even like someone even told me that to felt comfortable enough that you told me that but you know when you sit when you I guess when you work obviously I I worked a lot in the community and community mental health so you kind of I say in this and not say in the streets but in like the in the kind of like on the ground floor so to speak you kind of see everybody for everything and you just kind of become a little bit more like open I've seen people that would not feel comfortable going to church not that i think you should go to church and have a have a pastor have a leader that's i'm fine but but initially would not feel comfortable going because of their lifestyle but they will come to see and sit in my office and talk and talk about stuff you know what i mean and that's okay too that's true so yeah but but i believe they have to have you know anybody has to have that level of um comfortability right you know and and that's not only a Christian walk, but a walk in general, because right. if they're not comfortable with you or I, they're not going to talk to us anyway. Right. They're not. Now, right. I mean, they're coming up for what, 15 minutes and you're like, uh-uh, this ain't working. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> bye y'all. See you later. Right. But, I mean, so it, you know, you don't, we, I don't think we as people or we that are in certain professions have that time to, to start being so um, particular if you will, we're already peculiar people because of who we are in Christ, Mm -hmm. but we don't have time to be so picky that we're going, oh, I'm not going to talk to little Julie. I'll talk to Big Sal. You know, we don't have time for that because Mm -hmm. everybody has something. And I think too, you know, if we start being that picky, then are we going to miss those people that are sitting in high offices that need our help Mm -hmm. as well as those that are not sitting in an office that often need our help? Yeah. 
have to keep yeah. ourselves, you know, at that place. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm super excited. And, and we got some great people out there. Hey, Kelly, thanks for joining. Y'all go out there. Look, y'all go out there. Share this. Please share, like, and care this video. Make sure you invite some other people because I got the famous doctor. <laughs> These compliments are just also amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, girl, you, I'm telling you, you is famous to me. I don't care what nobody oh. say, honey. I don't know. I mean, she, I, how many books do you have, Doc? Um, I, have I, hope written, I hope you don't mind me calling you Doc. I just, oh, no, I just love fine. the fact that you're that's the doctor. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, I have written um, about 57 books total. Um, and a couple of workbooks. Honestly, I don't remember how many work. I want to say four or five work workbooks. I can't remember exactly how many, but I work. I've written a lot of books. My first passion, believe it or not, is actually writing. Really? <laughs> People think it's counseling because that's what I'm known for, but it's actually writing. I really am like have a low key obsession. Oh, you know, God. a little cray cray with it, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I see that. I can see that now. <laughs> All right, guys. So you know what that means. I've already told y'all that you're supposed to buy three of a book. So mm -hmm. if you do three times 50, you know, y'all can do the math. Right. <laughs> y'all go to her website. Y'all go to her page and uh, get her books. She has right. got some. I just love listening to you talk on your show. Oh, thank you. You give such, I mean, you know, and I, I can't remember one of them um, by title, but when you were talking and literally I was, I was sitting in my living room, if you will, at the time. And, and you said something so um, sharp. You said, this is a time where we all have to go past our issues and see what God has for our purpose. Right. And that particular day, and I, and I wish I could print, look, I'm, I'm trying not to cry. Because on that particular day, I was really having a moment. And, mm -hmm. and the thing was, I couldn't even explain what that moment was. And I think, you know, and my sister's, my sister's watching tonight too. Hey, sis. But um, I think it was memorying my, my, our sister who has passed and, um, mm -hmm. April is always a hard month for me because as she passed at the end of the month. So I think during the time that you were talking, I was going, I was reliving it. And so that pain and that purpose. And when you were talking about it, you was like, everybody has something, mm -hmm. but it's, you got to remember how to handle it. Right. And I was like, dang, she's good. You know? <laughs> and so that when I was listening to you that night and then you just, you know, you started talking and then you started and I honestly, I, I think I got caught up in those words that you used that night. And I didn't hear anything else that you said, because the way you said it, the impact that you had mm -hmm. that night on oh, me was oh, like, oh. you know, because I was watching, you know, I told you I've been following you from ever since we we're in class. But I, for that, that particular night, I think I was watching you because I needed something and God knew I needed something, which is what's so unique about what we do. God will send the people that we need when we need them the most. But that particular night, you know, and I think you even said something, like, I didn't prepare for this or something, you know, something to that nature, like, you know, like this is a, you know, I'm coming out the real. And I was like, well, right. if she don't prepare for nothing else, well, Jesus, I'm glad she didn't prepare <laughs> for the night because I needed this. But right. do you ever get to that point? And I, and my question is, do you ever get to that point? Because I, I, I'm not one of those people who can write down everything. Just, you know, unscripted. Right. But do you get to that point sometimes when you're doing either your lives or when you're actually doing your counseling, your therapy, 
with people that sometimes you get to the point where I know you're an author, I know you're a writer, mm-hmm. but do you get sometimes where there's you, you've said you've written it so many times that on certain occasions you you can't write and all you're doing is hearing? Yes, yeah, it happens a lot um, to me all the time, like a lot, um, because I always say the, the number one person I talk to, you know, I'm kind of a loner, an introvert, is God. And so he downloads things to me. Like I, I will take notes even about different things or God reveals certain things. And I try to write them down, but I never follow a script, but God that downloads ideas. He, I never write a book because I just want to write a book or I need, you know, material or, or, or I'm trying to make extra stream of income. Like I literally hear from God and he never tells me, he, sometimes he'll tell me the title, but he doesn't tell me in I have a general outline. He doesn't tell me from start to finish what to do. Most of the time, by the time I get to the end, the outline is trash because I have never, (laughs) I don't follow it. But so God, he downloads the things uh, to me. It could be an idea. It could be something that, you know, you know, God is blessing to operate in spiritual gifts. So gifts the word of knowledge, uh, words of prophecy, things of that nature. And sometimes um, I only have to know somebody and I just hear something like this. And I just talk, and that works a lot in counseling, believe it or not. So even in counseling, I know that I had to do the general paperwork that we have to do as a counselor, as a therapist. Um, but this that, that word of knowledge hits in and clicks in and you can download. This is what this is. This person is experiencing anxiety, but it's really rooted in this or this and that. And then you kind of just put those dots together. So just really being, for me, hearing Holy Spirit in different areas, I think the Holy Spirit, I think a lot of times, you know, we are, we that attend church or raised in church, we often think of the gifts of the spirit that operate in church. And that's fine. You know, I always say, I love my pastor, I love my church, yeah. but the gifts of the spirit operate in your business when you're writing books. Uh, for me, when I'm counseling people, um, just when I interact with people, those gifts, the ideas of what to say, what to say to that person, because I don't always know what to say. Sometimes you have people coming through the door and there's no context for it. They've gone through so much trauma. Well, what do you say? But the Holy Spirit is the one who drops those ideas, who who, you know, I'm reminded of the scripture that talks about how um, we don't always know what we're going to say. The Holy Spirit in the hour gives us the word. He'll be him speaking through us. And so that's usually how I do as well. I have a general idea because, I, you know, I had the study and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, to, to, to do what did I do. But I, I always am open to what the Lord has to say. And he is the one who I don't want people to see me because I'm just me. I'm just Samaria. Like I'm Technically, you know, I'm not all that exciting. Like I'm pretty boring. You know, I like to read books. That's what I do and write. You know what I'm saying? But if God let them see you, and God wants to minister to that person, I'm just the vessel. I'm here. I'm the vessel. Let me intune my ear to you. What do you want me to say, God? You know, and we just conversational. You know what I mean? And God, they're like, Oh my goodness, that was really good. And I was like, You know, what, what? That was really good. Where did that come from, Jesus? But I just smile, keep pressing. You know, thank you. You know, but I'm thinking back on, Dang, that's that was deep, girl. You did that. You know what I mean? That was Jesus. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so see, that's what I think. That's what people miss. Mm-hmm. You know, is that we're human. Mm-hmm yes we're human first you know we had our 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 sin moments and you know we die daily so you know hello people we do you know we all have our emotions but we do die daily Uh, but at the same token we hear God Mm. in whatever form that he gives it to us right hear Mm. him but we are human yeah it tickles me that you're saying that you're introvert because I, I and I'm sure you I'm sure you know this you know Myers Briggs is my favorite right uh-huh. girl I'm an introvert too right according to Myers Briggs 
And and honestly, I am. Right. <laughs> I really am. But it's funny because when people hear us talk, they're like, you know, you know, introvert. What do you mean? When? took the wrong test. <laughs> no, I promise you, I've taken the test. Right. We really are and introverts. Right. We really are introverts. You, you just right. never know what we look like. That's what it is. <laughs> but the thing is, I think because, you know, and what and we were talking about this earlier, I think what it is is because God God has a sense of humor. God, guys, if y'all didn't know it, God has a sense of humor. Yes, he but does. He has a sense of humor. But he would take us out of our comfort zones and our Absolutely. comfort place in order for us to do his will. Absolutely. In order to bring his people to where he needs them to come to. And so he'll he'll use the introverts, right. if you will, to be extroverted enough to bring in other people, be them right. extroverts or introverts. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, reach out to me or the doc and we'll hook you up with some tests so you can find <laughs> out. But Myers Briggs is my favorite. Right. But when I tell you that. I think that is one that is one misconception and mm-hmm. even in the Christian, you know, in Christian community is that people think we're not supposed to be human. Right. So I want to pose this question to you because I'm, I don't know if you get it a lot, but do, do you find it sometimes in the Christian community, the traditional Christian community, if you will, that it's hard for, and I'm going to say us, is a hard, that it's hard for us to go seeking true therapy, mental counseling. Do you think it's harder you know, I know it's open, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the businesses are clearly open, but do you still, do you find it still hard for us as a true old-fashioned Christian to reach out to mental counselors and therapists like yourself? Yeah, I think it's a, um, an obstacle that we continue to address, um, even in the mental health field. And there's different components to that. I think also culturally, like I was raised in the church uh, as well. And sometimes we were kind of taught not to seek counseling or, or to have a general distrust of helping professionals. So a lot of stigma involved also depends upon the generations that we were raised in. Like my uh, grandma, my grandma Jane, like when she had a mental health uh, condition, but she would have to be admitted to the hospital. But back in her time, they do electric shock. They really mistreated. Right people who had any type of mental health thing. So if you even say you're depressed, which people, most people experience at some point in life, you know, right. they say depression and anxiety are the common code of life. Everyone gets it sometime, you know what I mean? But exactly. how the treatment of folks who experience any type of counseling, it was, it was, it was, it was just unethical. It was, it was horrific. And so that has passed down to generations. You know, I remember when I was in graduate school and hearing, you don't need to go and, and talk to no counseling and pay nobody this money. And all you need is Jesus. Well, the Bible says in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Also, I think for us as African-American people, what happens is we have also been mistreated um, for, by helping professionals. And I always reference the uh, Tuskegee um, experiment that happened back in, the, I think it was um, maybe back in the 50s, where about um, his poor sharecroppers were told that they were getting uh, free health care mm-hmm. uh, for syphilis treatment, and they were actually not. And this yeah. was supposed to be a six month experiment, but it went on for, I want to say maybe 40 or 50 years. So the point I make with all that is that we had this history, that this dynamical history, this history that mm-hmm. is not always conducive. Now we have had really great, like the first African-American psychologist. We've had all these different uh, um, uh, really advances in the field, but as a people, like just general distrust of helping people, of helping people that are in the health, human services field, that stigma or someone thinks, I've had clients say, listen, um, if I tell you this, I'm just telling you now, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to the hospital. I'm like, okay, it's, you know, it's just cool. You know, we just got to kind of deal with that. 
I know. I probably I've heard this. If I heard this so many times, you probably never seen nobody like me. I'm so the people apologize. I'm so sorry that I just put you through all that. And I'm just like, what you, this is what I do. Like I'm, <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you the story. I'm, it's, we okay, you know. And I'm so sorry, but who I know that was a lot for you, for you for me. That was a lot for you. Ooh, no. like when? <laughs> but all that and this kind of that shame and guilt. And, uh, and one of my favorite scriptures in Isaiah talks about how Jesus said that he has come to, well, the, when Isaiah, the prophet was prophesying of Jesus coming, he said he came to set the captives free. He came for the brokenhearted and brokenhearted was not just people who have a physical heart condition. He was talking about people who experienced brokenhearted. He experienced <laughs> people who are not kept, not physically in prison. I mean, he meant that too, but like captive in your mind. So right. it's like, God anoints people just like he anoints ministers, just like he anoints business people. He anoints counselors who have an anointing and a grace on their life to help walk you through a healing process. And that's okay. But there's all different types of dynamics, just that general mistrust. And then it's a lot like, I also understand, I do thank my clients for this as well. I say, thank you for coming. I say, I know it was really difficult because I'm a perfect stranger at the end of the day. They don't know me. Some people have maybe look me up, they look up my, my uh, website, but they don't really know me personally. And what they have to do is make the sacrifice as far as I got to go talk to a perfect stranger about stuff that's going on in my life that I had never probably told anybody. And that takes a lot of strength to do that. Once they get here, they have a pleasant experience. I hope they truly feel the love of Christ. But it takes that initial, I got to go talk to a stranger. I don't want to talk to a stranger. That I, you know what I mean? But I've had to do that. And it takes a lot. And I don't necessarily take that for granted when someone is saying, I need to go and seek help. Let me talk to a stranger about my stuff. And then that fear of, is she going to judge me? What is she talking about? What if? With a, you know, she's shocked. And I always tell my clients, like, I'm not going to like, whatever you tell me, I promise you <laughs> moving forward. They're like, okay, can you schedule again? Like, listen, moving forward. Cause sometimes things unfold as we go along. I'm saying, I promise you, I've heard about everything. I'm not, my, my bottom lip is going to drop to the ground. I'm not going to say, oh my God, you're not supposed to say that. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to say that. We just going to take our time with it. And that's okay. So there's, I, you know, I rambled again, but not, you know, no, no, you, no, you're giving, you're giving perfect examples of what you, you experience. Right. And, and yeah. that's, and, the, and this is what, and so those of you that are just now joining in, you know, uh, she is, Dr. Dr. Mary is a spiritual, a woman of God, therapist, counselor. She is licensed. She's got the big dog license, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she got them you know all them things <laughs> so she's a real mccoy so just in case y'all, some of y'all didn't know i know some real people and she is she is not only real but she is phenomenal in what she does and to give her um her expertise i you know i i'm sitting here listening to you and i'm like man she, this is this is deep this is because because not everybody will be able to understand mm-hmm. what it takes to be right like you said, they come into your office with expectations. And sometimes people come to us, and I'm going to say us, they come right. to us and they don't really know what to expect right. on one side. But then, like you said, they're coming to talk to a complete stranger. And then they're wondering, wait a minute, is she judging me or is she is she going to help me? Is she going to tell me or what? So when they come into the office, they're expecting, that they, they already have anxiety. Right. I mean, let me raise my hand. I had anxieties when I walked into the offices because I'm like, first of all, I got to tell my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to understand my story. They're going to think I'm silly. 
you know, and it's not, but it's because, again, I think society has programmed us, like you said, and yeah, Kelly, I'll ask those questions for you. And so, you know, we all have these, these moments where, you know, um, we're not, we're not sure how far we need to go. Right. And, and when we do cross over and say, Hey, you know what? I really want to be able to be free from all of the things that I have experienced. And so I'm getting excited because we got some questions out there and I'm going to put them out. Girl, I can't say, I like it when we get questions. Okay. So I know you do in an office and I know with COVID. So one of the questions we have on the floor right now is, do you have virtual sessions for people who are not in, in, our, in your area? Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, that, that was the first question. So I'll let you answer that and you can tell people how, and I will put up her website after the show is over, but I'll let you go ahead and answer it, doctor. Yes, absolutely. So we, we previously we were doing like um, office, only office. Right now we're doing only telehealth just so everything's cold. Once everything goes back down, we'll give people an option um, whether or not they want to come in the office or whether they, they want to do telehealth or not. Right now it's only telehealth. Um, we do do like what we call HIPAA or healthcare um, governed um, platform, just means that we have extra protection. We can't just like use Skype or or Facebook Messenger to, to deliver services. But right now they're only virtual and I'm not quite sure when we go back to either or the office or not, um, just because of how things are going. But we do offer um, virtual sessions. And we do accept insurance, okay? We do accept insurance. So. Insurance, she gets her insurance. So do they have to be in the North Carolina area for you to service them? For counseling, yes, they do have to be in North Carolina. Okay, so if you are not in North Carolina, you need to move. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're like military, but your physical residence is in uh, North Carolina or something like that, then, you know. She works something else. She works something else. <laughs> if, and, and so let's say you, you, don't, you don't service outside of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Do you have other colleagues that are in other areas that you can recommend people to that are not in the North Carolina area? Yes, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So again, if you have questions and you are not, and you, and you want to follow up with Dr. Samaria, you're more than welcome to do so. We will post her information uh, in the chat room. Uh, once we get off, I want to make sure we get every, all information correct. I don't want to post stuff and it be incorrect because I was typing one night while I was talking to my guests and I typed the wrong email address. So I don't want to do that tonight. I want to put the right one in there. So we will put that information in there. But if you do need specifics on which areas of North Carolina she services, we will make sure you have that information right. that you can reach out to the doctor. So the entire state of North Carolina, I'm here. If you're in Charlotte, if you're in Wilmington, if you're in Raleigh, you know, my physical location, my office is in Greensboro. But if you are like four hours away, as long as it's in the North Carolina line, you <laughs> and, yeah. and maybe that'll change one day. Usually because I'm licensed, I'm, I have to study within the, the my license board. I'm licensed in the state of North Carolina. And so we practice under our state. But what, what legislation is doing there, there, there's some states like Maryland and Atlanta, they're opening up what we call um, where you can like see other um, people in outside of that state. But that has not happened yet in North Carolina. And I hope it does. <laughs> Uh oh, y'all, y'all, y'all heard it. Working, you know, hopefully it'll happen. I don't know when, but <laughs> well, y'all heard the doc. She's working on it. She working. Well, doc, I just gonna say that you just gonna take over all the states and all of it anyway. So you know, whatever. <laughs> we gonna she gonna get licensed in all the states anyway. So it ain't gonna matter, y'all. But <laughs> if you're not in North Carolina, go ahead and move. Yeah, go ahead and move it. You know, we'll we'll, we'll help you out. 
I mean, as far as your counselor now, we can't help you move, but you know what I mean. (laughs) We'll get you here. We'll get you counseling once you get here. (laughs) Just come on down. Come on down. So, Dot, let me ask you another question because I, I, you know, uh, I get this a lot of times and you and I talked about this a little bit before the show too. Do, you know, because sometimes, uh, and I think, you know, the first time I talked to you about what I was getting ready to do as far as going into the, the coaching business, and I think I sent you a quick message and said, hey, uh, if I need to refer somebody else for counseling, would you take it? You said, yeah, sure. You know, she's so cute. She just said, certainly. <laughs> so can you help me explain to the people? Because I think sometimes people get us confused as far as, and let me just put that out there. If you are a coach, if you are a certified professional coach, I don't care if you're a master's or not, if you're a certified coach, you definitely need to have someone in, a, in your buddy system that is a licensed therapist counselor like my good friend, Dr. Samarian Corbett. You need somebody because you can't handle some of these cases. So Doc, can you help me help the people so they all know what's the difference in what you do and what I do? Oh, that's a very good question. Let me just say this first of I do love coaches, okay? And I, I've, I've put some hard statements on, on Facebook, but I do love coaches. Love and actually, one of my favorite people that have truly helped me uh, with my business, aspects of my business, as far as like getting it on par was actually a business coach. I don't currently have a coach, but uh, as my business expands, I won't be hesitant to, you know, follow up with a, like a business coach. So I do love coaches. Um, the difference is, counseling what we do is we do diagnosing treatment and um and treatment of mental health and emotional health conditions trauma abuse depression we tend to go back and and deal with emotional mental or spiritual wounds that impact the person's life uh it's very different our our schooling we have to get between six to eight years of count of of of, um, of education, we had to sit and get about 2,000, depending upon the license, 2,000, 3,000 hours under supervision, takes about two years to do it. And then we sit under a clinical licensure. And then after every two years, we have to get continue, 40 continued education units. That means we can't just like say, hey, I got a license, it's not terminal. It like every two years, it has to be renewed. And we have to have 40 credit hours of education. So we are mental health and healthcare providers. Um, and so what that means is that we, when we can accept your insurance because of we are healthcare providers for those who do, and we are treating wounds, we are diagnosing, servicing, and treating wounds. So the hard statements that I've made on social media is because now every trigger word, trauma, depression, anxiety. And now, and I, and I do say this, is that we have people who, don't want to go through the process of becoming a counselor. So they said, let me go be a coach and I'll do the same thing you do, Samaria. And that's not appropriate. It's kind of like if I'm going to, if I need brain surgery, right? I need someone that's a a certified and a licensed brain surgeon. I can't go to someone who says I'm a brain, you know what I'm saying? If you can say, I want to do, you know what I mean? So so I think there has to be a level of integrity for for all of us. You know what I mean? And I think there's so much stigma and people are fascinated by the art of counseling. They don't see the backside because there's some like there's some things that we do that may be similar. Like we may do virtual sessions. You may come to my office and our office may look the same, but we are treating wounds. And we got someone that's dealing with like trauma and sexual abuse and mental health abuse. I don't understand why someone calls himself a trauma coach. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Um, They not do that, y'all. 
you know what I'm saying? That it goes to a little bit too far. We can work together. Like if someone, if you identify with someone who is experiencing and they need intensive therapy, then send them to a therapist. That's right. But I, I don't, not people don't like me, but I have a problem when people say, oh, I'm a, I'm a trauma coach. Like what? Trauma, you can trigger someone to lose. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just That's right. doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. You can't just, you can't do that you know right. that's that's almost like malpractice to me that's exactly right um but I, like I said but people say I don't like co- people think I don't like coaches because I've been hard I've been seeing people saying well I have experience and so therefore I could I could take clients like I can do what you do Samaria no you can't what do you what if no. someone's suicidal how do you stop no. that no how do you I'm call you you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm call you when I see some of the clients that I see in the depth of pain that they're in I am yeah. treating them and I'm held liable by my license uh, by my license and by the profession to offer you treatment, but we do have people. And most of you guys, like Miss um, Holland, you guys are you're awesome. But there are people out there who say, yeah. "Well, I want to do, I want to do therapy, I want to do counseling, but I don't want to okay. go through the process. I'm not trying to get a go to graduate school. I'm not trying to get a certificate. I want to be a coach." And I think that's disrespectful to the coaching field, in my opinion. I think it's disrespectful to the counseling field, in my opinion, because that's we right. should work together. Like you guys do excellent work. Like the, right. the business coach that I work with, even though there's some things I couldn't use for my business because it's healthcare, but there are a lot of things I really did exceptionally well that really mm-hmm. has helped me. Like, and we, we work together, like we just on the same team. We just don't do the same thing. And that's, that's okay. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like we have to always, we just work together because you guys are helping folks. You're motivating. You're you're helping you helping them to build businesses and build their self confidence and build their self esteem. All that that's that's excellent. That's motivation. That's amazing. Right. But when they start saying I was abused and molested when I was three and four years old, and I'm start you know I'm you know I'm severely depressed. I've been suicidal. I've been in and out of the hospital. You know uh, I have nightmares and flashbacks and dreams and 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 I'm hearing voices and stuff like that. I don't understand why someone who will say. I'm a coach, but I can do that. How do you, you don't even know how to diagnose somebody. We use a, a exactly. diagnostic manual to diagnose. We don't just come up without it. You know what I'm saying? So but most like when you go to a reputable, a reputable again, school of counseling, they teach you how to do that. But also when you go to a reputable, like um, certification for coaching, they teach you like what you, they tell you, you, you know, that kind of the limitations of that. And that's okay. We all have limitations. I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist. I have clients ask me about medication all the time. And I have a running knowledge. Like if someone tells this side effect, I'm like, I don't think that's supposed to happen, but I can't tell you what medication to take. Cause I'm not right. the psychiatrist. I got to consult with the psychiatrist. Hey, my name is Samaria. I'm a licensed therapist. I had this client and she's saying this, this, and this, this, I don't know. What do you think? You know what I mean? And we work together, but I can't be the psychiatrist. And so there's all this team aspect, but what's working together. But I just have a problem. People are severely hurting and they need treatment. And someone says, oh, I just want to be a coach to do what you do. I'm like, no, you can really damage somebody. You can really damage, even with trauma, you can't open up wounds for somebody. They're not willing to open up. You can give them coping skills. Right. You still open up stuff that they didn't talk about and things like that. You got to know, you got to be really a skilled, like, a, a skilled clinician to really know how far to take someone to bring them back and it's like you almost you you, you got to be real precise with that That's um anyway I want <laughs> no 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 you know, and I guess I want to I truly truly love the coaching field um yeah. there are therapists out there who do counseling and coaching mm-hmm. um and that's okay too but um, 
but let's be integral about that. And if you do want to, counseling is a wonderful field. It really is. But submit to the process of becoming that. If that's, that's yes, right. you may take you longer. Yes, you may have to go to graduate school. Yes, you have to submit through supervision and get your clinical hours. Yes, but it's a rewarding field if that's what God has called you to. But we just live in a world overall, not coaching and counseling, but that's we live right. in a world in general where people just want to shortcut the process. You know what I mean? And That's just right. do something like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're dealing with people's lives. You know, just, that is so true. Oh. And, and that's the thing that, you know, uh, and, and, and you know, I don't have a problem sharing this because I, you know, I do it every time. Uh, when, when someone calls me, that is one of the first questions I ask. Have you ever been to a therapist or counselor and or have you ever had coaching? And if they say, yes to the therapist question my first then my next question is to you know not get into the details of course but you know I may ask something to the effect uh so how long has it been since you were at one because that's going to tell me if they just up and stop going you know well for me that's that's how I look at it if they just give me oh I was there six weeks ago you know what I'm saying then for me my, my next questions are going to be something where I'm going to know I need to call, I'm going to need to refer them because at that point, I'm not going to want to handle it because I already know. Because like you said, if you've been through the training of, of being a, um, you know, a coach, you know, there are certain words, like, like you said, there's certain things that people say, or there are, there are certain things that you can hear when they're talking, but you say, uh-uh, wait a minute. They're thinking they're going to get therapy and they're not getting therapy they're gonna get <laughs> and so I'm very and maybe that's why some people don't come to me because I'm first thing I do, I'm not a therapist I'm not a counselor I'm a coach yeah and I'm and I stick I stay in my lane I stay in my I stay in my shoes because I know that like you said you have to diagnose them you have to go through all of those other steps that I don't have to do and, and do I want to help people I, I can truly say that I have helped people but I also know when it's time to say hey you need to go over there and see Dr. Samarian you need, have you thought about having a, have you thought about having a therapist? Have you thought about having a true counselor? And they'll say, mm, I don't want to do that right now or whatever. But if, if, if the, what they are seeking my help for, one of the things I, I do count, well, I had one, I'm going to put my business out there in the street. I had, I had one person that the more we talk, the more I knew, uh-uh. You said that you were passive, but no, 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 no. You need to go back. You need to go back to your therapist. And, and, and you know, and as a person who's really wanting help, they're going to yeah. do that. They're going to they're gonna follow through and, and take your advice and go. I will say this to all of my coaches because I have several out there. I will say this to all of my coaches again. Please, 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 please find you a Dr. Samarian Colbert like I have. Find you a person in your neck of the woods or in your area to someone that is a counselor, a therapist. Like she said, you know, people, she, she was funny. She said, yeah, I've seen some things, got some coaches, but, but I mean, and we all have, you know, I was on a program a couple, about a, two years ago that it was a, you know, it was a the coach, you know, it was a conversation piece between me and a, and a, and a counselor. And, and it, it went to the South because, you know, I was, I was just totally wrong. Everything I said was wrong. I was like, no, I'm not wrong. You just don't know what a, what a coach is. Because, you know, there are right, people right. out there that don't know what coaches yeah. are, just like there are people that don't know what therapists are. Right. So right. we have to clarify that. But I will tell all of my coaches, and I know I've got on, you know, there's about 15 that I, that I work with, you know, constantly. If you do not have a therapist or a counselor in your buddy system, you need to have one. 
because there are a lot of things right now that are going out in the world that we cannot and should not be handling, cannot and should not be handling. We should be referring people over. We should be telling these clients, this is what you need to go and do. Because I know Dr. Dr. Smear gonna do it. She gonna shoot like, oh, you know what? I, you just need some coaching. Just don't look right. right. I, had, <laughs> I, had, I, don't need to I had had to like that. I referred to. You just need to go. Let's go to coaching instead. You know, that's okay. Right. Sometimes we can work together. Like if I may have a client, and I'm dealing with yeah. the counselor, and they're they're kind of getting better or something like that, and and they are they're fine, but they may they need some motivational service to start that. You know, to to be motivated to start that business to attend those self esteem classes and things of that nature. I have no problem, and I have. Say, hey, why don't you go call, you know, call Miss Holland and see what, you know, and see what she offered yeah. because, and we work together like that. You know, I was yeah. telling her about a client that I had that was just yeah. coming out of a situation. She was doing well. And she was like, I just need help setting some goals and being motivated. And she literally said, being motivated to be, to do this. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. And I said, well, you need to go see a coach. And, and I just couldn't do both at the time because we, we yeah. it's like, we have a specific goal. I got to deal with this, but she would be fine. I don't know if I said, I don't know if she called or not, but, and it was fine. I was like, hey, just call this person because, and that, but we can still work together as well. There's sometimes where a person may present with some issues and it's not that severe to the point where they gotta just not see a coach at all but right. they thought that sometimes when we can work together like you see the client um um for for one thing particularly as it relates to their career as it relates to the being motivated or as it relates to whatever that you're assigned to do and that's fine too so it's not always either or right. sometimes right. it's like we do both it's and together. I do that all the time you know I had someone who needed a mentor you know, and I said, hey, I'm not the mentor because I, you know, I just can't do everything for all people. So I had, I called someone else says, hey, I have someone that needs a mentor. And I heard about your program. We talked about five minutes. Uh, he said, hey, give the guy my call of my phone number. And, and there was no problem. The guy didn't, he didn't follow up, but still, <laughs> you know, so if I know about your services, I'll be glad to, you know, if anyone has services or specific areas that they deal with you know, I'll be glad to like send people your direction because they don't always need me either or they get better. And I say, hey, okay, you've done better. We, you technically don't meet the criteria. We can't keep seeing you because your insurance don't, it's not going to pay us to just sit here and talk because you're doing well. That's right. So that's we got to right. discharge you, but to continue right. on to deal with your other stuff that you're looking to, that's not my area of expertise. So let me send you over here. And now I have no problem. <laughs> See? No problem. <laughs> But see, that's, again, that's when you know collaboration. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I did a, I did a, uh, uh, I don't know, a session um, last in 20 with collaborations versus conspiracy. And one of the things that came out of that was that there's a lot of people that don't know what other people really truly do. Right. Which causes them to be, to walk into a, another level of, you know, mm -hmm. of conspiracy of, in a sense, right. or, or, or maybe not conspiracy, but downgrading what someone else does and so one of the things that we're talking tonight to those of you that are watching coaches and other therapists and counselors we just want to encourage you that you can work together right we can you know and, and sometimes and you know and i actually thought about this um scenario that i i had this this in my head i'm like you know i would like to know like you know like if i'm in a session and i'm talking to somebody and they say certain things should I call, you know, because sometimes people, uh, how do I say this, may, may give you off that they're not, that they're okay, but they're not okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can, sometimes I can hear it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you that are uh, Christians and, and your discernment, 
skills on top of if you will. You can kind of discern them. But sometimes if you have a question, you may need to ask for your own security to say, mm -hmm. hey, doc, I, you know, I had this, this happened to me in a session and I don't know if I should have referred them or not. Because sometimes we may get too wound up in what we're doing and we don't know, which is another reason why you need to have a good buddy system where you can, for somebody that you can depend on, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I have other coaches in other areas, but I haven't had, I haven't had, I don't think, I'm thinking, I know you're, you're on my list. I mean, I, I can't show you my list because some of y'all don't need to see my list, but I, I have a, a contact list of anybody if I need to, and you're the, you're the top person on my list. If I have somebody that I really don't think that I need to handle, I say, well, well have you thought about, have you thought about cancer for a therapist? And they're like, no, I don't want to hear about that. Or, oh yeah, then I'm quick to say, hey, well, I got somebody for you if you want the information. And if they come back and say, yeah, I want the information, then, hey, well, here's her number. Do what you got to do. But at the same token, if you, if, when in doubt, this is, can I say it this way, doc? When in doubt, call the doc. Right. Just ask questions. Yeah. Ask questions. <laughs> There's no wrong or right. There's nothing wrong right. or right about asking questions because if you don't, you never know. Right, absolutely. You never know. Absolutely. Doc, I tell you, it's been a girl. It's been I gotta have a come back, y'all. What y'all think? <laughs> I'll be glad to come back. <laughs> yeah. So Doc, can you tell the people uh just a little bit how to get in touch with you? And then again, and I will put that information into the chat room. I'll put it on the uh the follow-up flyer again just so they'll know how to reach out to you but can you just kind of because i know i got a couple of people that are sending me messages from behind the scenes they really want to get it reached out to you so if you mm -hmm. could just kind of are they able to okay one of the questions is are they able to inbox you to get your information how so i'll tell you yeah i'll tell you how to get hold. i don't do inbox um okay. like dms or anything like that i'll be at facebook or anything like that um okay so, so the easiest write, way write to, yeah. So it's where to go. So it depends. So if you're interested in my counseling practice, I have two different websites. So if those who are interested in my counseling practice, you go www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. So it's one, it's one word, www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. Those who may be interested in my books, there's going to be a tab that you can just, um, you, it's, it'll be on the website. Um, but that's the reason, easiest way to get a hold of me. There's a contact list. Um, there's also my other my website is just about me, not my practice, but me is www.samariacolbert.com. And excuse me, I messed up. That's where you find my books at. But it's www.samariacolbert.com. Now my office number is now, before I give folks, this, this is an actual office number. It's not a textable number. Uh, okay, if you text it, you're gonna get an automatic response. You have reached the number, you know. So that number is 336-543-0155. And that's 336-543-0159. And that is our office number. And you want to call there. Um, it is a confidential voicemail. If someone does not pick up, you just leave us a voicemail. It's confidential. Someone will call you back within 24, 24 to 48 hours. Uh, or leave a, a few, leave a few like times that's best uh, for us to call. Like if you want someone to call you at 12 or at three or something like that, or at six, give us a couple times because just in case we're in session, but feel free to call that number as well. But the main way is either going through the website, hit that con, either one, there's a contact list and it goes straight to um, reach me and it kind of dings me to, to follow up with this person. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I put your uh, kingdom creative 
kingdomcreative.com out there and your phone number. Yeah, kingdomcreativecounseling.com. So y'all, I, feel I left out the counseling part. So don't y'all pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. We will put it back. We will put the hour correct that. I'm going to correct that. Let me put that back. Y'all bear with the old girl. Kingdom Creative Counseling. Dot com. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. This okay. is so like this is gonna make me mad. All right. I think we got it out there right now. Kingdomcreativecounseling.com. Yes. If y'all have, when in doubt, uh, I will put it back out there again uh, in the in my thank you message to Dr. Samarian for being with us. Yes. Doc, wow. It has been so long trying to get you I on know. the show. We, our <laughs> schedules just keep hitting, hitting heads. But people can watch, can they watch you on uh, Facebook Live every Sunday? Yes. So every Sunday? Every Sunday at five o'clock. I also, I, I post the replays to my YouTube channel. Just type in Samaria Cobra. I think I'm the only one Samaria Cobra there uh, as well. So the replays are there as well. Um, but I usually post every Sunday at five o'clock um, p.m. Y'all better catch her because she is the bomb. Oh, thank you. I mean, you were just absolutely. <laughs> you the ball too. You are amazing. You are always consistent and persistent. You is consistent. And that is awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm, tr- I'm trying, Doc. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> look, I'm about to come lay on your couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like, do you really have couches that people lay on? All right, like I'm just picking um, up. Well, I have I had these comfortable chairs. See, I have in my other office see these comfortable chairs. Uh, I don't really have like a full on couch, you know. I want to buy fall asleep, but you know. (laughs) But those like those comfy couches are similar to kind of what I have in my office. So I might come in and tissue. I had to lay on one of them. I might lay on one of them and just have a little chair. Such a pleasure though to have you with us tonight, and you have like I say you know this is what you guys if you have do not know what collaboration is this is what it is this is what we do and Mm -hmm. she is absolutely amazing you need to go out there and buy at least three copies of her books I don't care if you buy one of each but she said 50 so yeah you you can choose you just pick a pick a choice well thank you (laughs) pick you know you go to go to the list and figure out which ones kind of fit your your fancy so to speak (laughs) there you go there you go Okay, so I do have one last question. Uh, I want to know, do you do any workshops outside of just your lives? I do do workshops. Now, I I don't have any currently scheduled as of right now, but I do do um, workshops. Um, I also do like trainings for those. I also do um, like, um, I do a lot of stuff with like Christian leaders. I have a lot of clients who are leaders as well in different fields, like entrepreneurs and like like ministerial leaders. So Mm -hmm. I do do a lot of work and workshops workshops around them. Like if you're interested in learning like, uh, spiritual leadership development, but also identifying when someone experiences emotional wounds and things like that. Doesn't mean you're going to be the therapist, but you should be able to at least give them some type of tools and things like that. So those are the type of workshops that I do. But when you go to my website um, and like the Samaria Cobra website, it'll kind of tell you a little bit more about that. But some of the books I write are like mental health, emotional health, faith-based related. And also some of them are like more 
uh, Christian leadership development, kingdom development, things of that. That's kind of some other things I love and I'm passionate about. So the answer is yes. I don't have anyone scheduled, any schedule as of right now. <laughs> All right. We will keep you posted though. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Girl, you just see, I, I want to ask you so bad, but I don't want you, you know, some people don't like to answer the question because I'm 58. Huh. I, just, I just want to know how old you are, but you can I'm, just, you can just type it in the thing. I, I can see I'm in my 40s. Are you really? Yes. You know, they say black don't crack, though. though. <laughs> That's what they say. This is what it made me. Are you really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just went, well, see, black don't crack it out. Because I was like, she got to be like close to my daughter's age, like oh. 34. But I mean, you're beautiful. Oh, you're well, thank beautiful, you. intelligent. And you are absolutely uh, probably one of the coolest docs that I've ever met. And uh, guys, if you if you miss it, you're gonna have to go back and watch us. But she is um, absolutely a cool person to hang around with, and I can't wait till COVID is over so right. we can have some coffees. And I something. know. Go let's get a lunch or a coffee or something. You know, girl. You know, girl. You you know do something. Do something <laughs> I'm looking forward to. You know. Yes, absolutely. it's gonna be absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We need to do that. We look. Even the coaches and the counselors need to have a downtime. So, right, yeah. yeah, we could go do that and just have some coffee and just laugh about, I don't know, people walking right. across the street. I don't know, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Something. But it yeah. has been such a pleasure having yeah. you on the show. Well, tonight. thank you so much for having me. Thank well, you're going to be back. So, you might as well get ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, she's ready, y'all. So, you, so you stay ready. You got to get ready for this. <laughs> Oh, y'all heard that? Stay ready so you don't get ready. Look, Doc, you gotta put that on the t-shirt now. You gotta put that on the t-shirt. Right. <laughs> well, I am so glad you came right, tonight. And you. I, again, I am ever uh, impressed with all the, the wonderful things you do. And thank you for supporting the coaches and keeping us in our in our places, first of all, and reminding us our places, but also being that 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 therapist, that that counselor that says, okay, I like you guys too. So we can work together because yeah, I appreciate that. I, I really do. And then I appreciate the work that you guys do. It really is, is life changing. It's trans- transformative. Some of my favorite people that I say are coaches. Aww. Even if I don't work with them, like the people that I listen to, to, to keep on my grind, as far as just being an entrepreneur in a business, I mean, most of them are coaches. So I really do appreciate all the work that you guys do and more successes and all that kind yeah. of stuff. We're going to do some things. We're going to do some things. All right, guys. So we're getting ready to tune off. We're going to let the doc get ready for another day. Priscilla Lipscomb Monroe is out there, my good friend. She is actually going to be back with us in about two weeks right here on Uncensored Conversate, Elevate Not Tolerate. She's going to be talking about her businesses and all of the things that she's doing fabulous up within D.C., Maryland area. Next week, we're probably going to have a surprise. I, y'all just have to stay tuned for that information. It is forthcoming. Doc, I just love having you. To you guys that have watched, please make sure you share, care, and like the information so that other people can see this information and find out about this phenomenal woman who has been surprising with how old she is. I thought she was a baby. but <laughs> And she's written 50 books. So get ready. She's probably got about another 50 in her, so y'all better get ready. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7.15. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, right here on uh, Elevated Not Tolerated Moments. And so until we see you next time, always remain in the counseling field and in the coaching field and stay elevated.
and not tolerated. We'll see you real soon. Doc, stay with me for just a sec, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.